Hi, I'm Russ Camarda, an actor and independent filmmaker in New York. And in between the chances I get to do my own creative projects, I love to sit down with other artists and discuss how it is they do what they do. And that's sort of the, the goal for this podcast, the ACT podcast, Art, Craft, Truth. So welcome to Art, Craft, Truth. This is Russ Camarda. How you doing? I've been waiting to do this uh, this for a long time, this podcast, um, uh, to talk about things that interest me uh, in uh, with artists and craftsmen. Um, it started uh, a, a while back. I had done some uh, YouTube interviews with, uh, with actors that I had worked with, um, having been an actor uh, most of my life, um, and I just loved... The idea of sitting down and talking with them always loved, you know, inside the actor studio type shows and, uh, you know, actors on actors and, and interviews like that. Because I love to I love to listen to artists, particularly uh, performing artists, um, talk about how they do what they do, how they get into the nuts and bolts of what they do. So I always I always wanted to do that. And I, I got to uh, probably about five years ago. I sat down with uh, a few actors I had worked with. Um, and interviewed them and, and, and just loved those conversations. And, uh, and now in the world of podcasts, I, I had been wanting to sit down and do this uh, for a long time to, uh, to finally press the button on this thing and get going. So uh, that's what Art Craft Truth is. Uh, and what I hope it's going to be is a chance to have conversations with artists of all kinds, um, musicians, actors, uh, painters, photographers, uh, and really talk about how it is they do what they do. Um, aside from sort of a typical interview show about anecdotes about your career or sort of retrospectives about your thoughts on your, 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 your accomplishments or your projects, I really was, I'm really more interested in, in hearing how you actually uh, do the job you do to take, um, art, which, which is ephemeral, which is untouchable, and translate it through your mind and body with the craft that you learned into something that reveals the truth, the human truth behind that art. And uh, whatever it is, like I said, whether, whether it's uh, comedians or, or uh, photographers or visual artists or actors, um, to, to really get into how they craft art and what their thoughts are on it and everybody works so differently so it, it and everyone works so differently and all produce really amazing truthful results so it's like there's no one way to uh, to achieve that and it's always fascinating to see how different people do it uh, so that's my hope with this program that uh, i'll be able to sit down with people uh, and uh, hopefully in person most of the time but if if i can't i can't i'll 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 have conversations wherever I can to talk about uh, about the craft of making art revelatory into truth so that human beings can see that, hear it, and, uh, and, and find some measure of uh, relationship to other human beings. I think that's what art is all about, and craft re helps reveal that, that truth through art. Uh, so let's let's hope we can do that uh, as we go forward. Um, briefly, as an introductory, a little bit about me. Um, 
I'm, I'm an actor. I've been an actor and director and in, in theater and film uh, for, geez, uh, almost it's over 25 years now. It's almost 30 years that I've been doing it one way or the other. Um, obviously, I'm not a famous person, uh, so, um, but I've been doing different parts of it uh, uh, for many, many years. Um, I started as an actor uh, in the uh, late 80s and uh, early 90s in theater, um, regional theater, uh, small, uh, first community type theater, and then little regional theaters, and then off-off-Broadway stuff, you know, uh, in New York. And, um, and, you know, I loved the theater. It was, a, it was a great training ground. I did dinner theater as well, which is is a whole other story, uh, improvisational dinner theater, uh, murder mystery stuff when I was a kid, when I was young in my 20s, and that was a great training ground all the way up through Shakespeare into in New York City. So I got to do all different kinds of things all the way through as a live performer, and that's a tremendous uh, training ground, uh, and I appreciate everything I learned from that. Um, and then later on into my uh, late twenties and into my thirties, I I started to uh, get into the independent film side and creating um, uh, film projects, uh, commercial projects. I started to build a video business on the side of my regular day job. Uh, at the time, we all have them, um, and I was building a, a sort of video business on the side and 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 getting into creating independent features and and uh, been lucky enough to now I think I've produced. Uh, five or six independent features and I uh, directed two of them and I've starred in a bunch of them. I've edited them edited them all. Um, I've done a whole bunch of short film projects where I've directed and I've acted and I've edited. So I've been in front of, behind the camera, on the stage, directed in the theater, directed and acted at the same time, both in theater and film. So for, for many, many years that's been my... Uh, my experience as a, as an artist. And, uh, I studied when I first started, uh, studying acting early on, I studied all the different techniques. I, I studied, um, uh, uh Stanislavski stuff. I, I did, uh, Strasberg's method stuff. I did, um, uh, Meisner, you know, uh, and eventually fell into, um, David Mamet's Atlantic theater company, uh, practical aesthetics type uh, approach and you sort of you mix all these different tools and they're all they're all uh, good for different reasons that you you can use different things for for different situations and uh, you come across after you know two plus decades you sort of it, it dissolves into this amalgamation of what you are and you just kind of do it and you have your own approach to how you um, uh, craft characters as an actor or how you look at directing a piece or a project so i have my thoughts obviously on art craft and truth and uh and things that work for me um and i'm always fascinated to see how other people's experience uh, uh informs what they do and uh and and i hope that most of the times that we spend on this podcast will be just super casual conversations i mean uh, i'm not a big podcast person i don't listen to a lot of podcasts but i, I you know 
I mean, I listen to the big the the big ones like Rogan and and stuff like that, and I just love the casual nature of that, and I think that's the the brilliance uh, of this form is the long form casual conversation where you can really uh, get into the nuts and bolts, and it's and it's not this sort of encapsulated. Uh, let's do a retrospective of your your career type thing. I, I like I like the idea of of working through uh, something in a you know, an easy setting where, where people are comfortable and, and, and we can just kind of chill and talk. And, um, you know, who knows who I'll be able to have on here. Most probably most of the people initially that I'll have, you probably will never have heard of. Uh, if, if we get lucky, maybe there'll be people uh, who are higher profile and, and have, uh, uh, a more interesting resume that you might recognize that we can talk to. But, uh, no matter what we do, uh, hopefully the, the intricacies of how they do what they do will be as fascinating to you as it is to me. So that's my goal, uh, for this program. Um, just put to produce something that I'd be interested in listening to. Uh, and I think that's all you can really do. Um, and I, I have no, you know, I have no goals as to where I want it to go, what I want it to be. I'm not looking to, uh, create, uh, some career out of it. I just want to uh, enjoy myself at this point in my life and, and, and have conversations about the things that fascinate me. And this is one of the big ones because it's, it's played a big part in my life uh, as an artist. Um, my, you know, my personal theory, just quickly, uh, is, um, you know, I have, a, I, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a real hands-off uh, artist. I, I think that I've always believed that I mean, I, I separate them into three different categories in the title, art, craft, truth, because I think they're, they're different. Art and craft um, are different things. I've always uh, believed, and I've analogized it to, that, the, that art, art and craft are like poetry and the poem. You know, art is the poetry. Craft is the poem. So to me... Poetry doesn't belong to anybody. Art doesn't belong to anybody. You don't create art. You don't create poetry. It's sort of part of the the spirit of what is out there, the the thing that makes up the world, you know, the thing it's it's uh, it's divine in a way. It's part of the matrix of, of what we are. Um and we're in this physical dimension with just these senses, you know, these, these five senses to, to express and navigate our way through this particular dimension of, of, of reality that, that we can perceive. Um, and we're trying to, and we're tapping into this art that is I imperceptible. So the only way to do it is to, to channel it through you and then to craft it. And that's the poem is the way you take this unseen art and craft it through whatever your chosen uh, medium, and whether it's the, the actor on stage or the director behind the camera or uh, the painter with the brush or the musician or whoever, whatever your, your, your craft is, you're taking art and you're crafting it into something so that it is, so that it can be perceived by other beings, other human beings, uh, and felt the way 
uh, you initially felt it so that there's a communication of something that's unseen, unheard, unfelt, and you've somehow communicated it. You've brought it into um, uh, the space where we all exist, where before it didn't, and now everybody can share it. And in the sharing of that art through craft, there is a truth that's revealed. There's a human connection. There, or Even beyond that, there's a connection to everything that's revealed that is important, I think, because we, we walk through our lives uh, just simply because of the nature of our physical uh, being. We walk through this plane, this space, isolated, the feeling of aloneness, the feeling of isolation, the feeling that we are an individual and we're not. And that's what, you know, that's where all the problems come is once you start to see everything else as the other and you're by yourself and you're your own, every man's an island kind of idea. And, but it's, 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 um, it's not, it, it's, there's no way around it because it's just the, the, the result of the physical limitations of, of, of living this life. So what the artist does is they reveal the, the connections that are imperceptible, you know, the, the commonality, the truth about this existence that we're all the same, that we're all in together. We feel the same things, fear, drama, pain, all the, all the things that music and, 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 and art and painting and acting and all those things reveal to everyone else is the connection. So that's the, the true role of the artist is to pull back the curtain and say, yeah, I know it seems like you're by yourself, but we, we feel the same way about things. We, we, we exist in a world where we can feel the same way about this stuff. And that's the truth. So art is that underlying energy, you know, it's the Star Wars, it's the Force, you know, it's, 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 it's out there, um, but we can't always see it and, uh, and express it, and the artist comes along, and through their craft, crafting whatever physical tools they can use, uh, they can reveal that art, and thus reveal the truth to, to other people. So, and along that chain, uh, you know, the other thing that has to be uh, in my, and, and again, I'm speaking from my personal feeling. The other thing that has to be pushed aside is the, is the ego part of it. The, the, because the craftsman, if they get too involved with themselves as a craftsman, where they're too identified with themselves, of, uh, uh, with the craft part of what they're doing, they tend to want to own and hang on to the creation as if it was something that they did, that they created. And my belief is that the art, again, is universal, so it belongs to no one. Your crafting of it into existence is sort of like facilitating. It's like a liaison. You're, 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 you're passing the ball with your talent, absolutely, but you're just passing the ball from a place of uh, invisibility and imperceptibility to something that can be perceived. But you didn't create it. You didn't. It didn't just spring from your, you know, genius. Um, and I think that's where 
I lose a lot of people because, you know, writers write a book, write a play, write a screenplay, write a whatever. And they say, well, I, th I thought of it. I, I, I created it. And I would argue that there's a step before that. There's a, there's a step before that inspiration that allowed you to, to uh, get acquainted with that piece of work in your soul and then you facilitated its birth into the world. That's no small thing. That's a great thing. That's a very, I think, a sacred task that the artist has. But it doesn't mean you own you 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 created it out of nothing. That you you participated in its in its in its uh, uh, debut, you know, to the world. Um, and it's and I think it stays that way right along the chain, uh, from the writer to. You know, let's say it's a, a film from the writer to the actor, uh, rather writer to the director, to the actors, to the editor. You know, everybody along the chain uh, has a hand in crafting the, the, the revealing of that truth, but they, none of them own it. And the problems, I think, come when somebody wants to own that piece. And I think you should respect where your craft uh, uh participated in the in the journey but but the moment you hang on to it you kill it it starts to die um, because you're imposing your self your ego onto it and you have to work with it and uh, so I'm so as a result uh, I'm a very sort of hands-off artist I, I, I tend to even as a director and in, in film or theater, I tend to kind of let things organically inform me as to where we're going to go. I mean, I ha you have an idea of what you think the story is, wants to say, wants to tell you. You have an idea of w what direction you need to, the thing you're trying to say that you, that you feel needs to be expressed that's coming through you and you say, this is what I, I, I'm hearing that I need to talk about. So you want to stay on track with that. But the ways that uh, it comes into existence, I think you have to listen more than, uh, you know, grab that wheel and, and pull it left and right. And, and, uh, and there are t but again, it's, it's all a balance. There are times that you need to be, have a stronger hand in the physical world on your craft and times when you don't. And I, and I think everybody, every different artist and craftsman varies as to how much one way or the other they are, how much they hold onto that wheel and how, how much they, they just sort of let the road flow in front of them. Uh, and so we're going to meet a lot of different people who think differently uh, about that. Uh, and I'll, as a, as a way of introduction, I'm just saying that I'm the type of guy who's a lot more, you know, the wheel just kind of spins and I, I, I try and follow it and and agree with the moment that's in front of me and place my story and what I want to say into the organic moment that I'm in uh, and make that work rather than crafting a, 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 a vision of what I think it should be. Um, and again, like I said, this is a so speaking in generalities, there's variances to that where sometimes I'm more crafty and less crafty and all that stuff. But but that's how I typically approach 
art craft truth is to is to be a, a lot more open and a lot more uh and i think that comes from it comes from a couple of things let's be honest i think there's a couple of things that it comes from one is most of the the craft and art that i've had to do uh in my life has never been funded, you know, uh, properly. So everything is sort of like, sure, would I love to have this happen or that happen? Well, we can't afford to do that, or the, it's not the the space to do that or whatever it is. So you've had to adapt. So I, I, I sort of existed in a world of independent art creation where you have to, you have to be much more open to the way things are. And I, but what I think that did is, it allowed me to appreciate that as a gift, that, that, that it was showing me something that, yeah, if you had more resources to do this, that, or the other, you, you would do it, you could do it, but you'd also be a slave to sort of your ego version of what that is, where you wouldn't see the opportunity uh, without it. And so, so... I think both things happened. Both I didn't have resources, and but it allowed me to appreciate what that means is to not operate from that place. So that's one reason I think I went that direction, the sort of looser artist direction. And the other, I mean, I'm probably a lazy guy to begin with. I mean, it took me however long to uh, to get this this recording going. I mean, I, I've had this equipment uh, for for uh, years now, ready to to go and do this, and uh, found an excuse not to all the time. So I'm always looking for a reason not to work. Let's be honest. And so, the more detail, the more craft, the more uh, production design, and and hands-on everything about a particular project that has to be done, the less I want to do it. You know, I don't, I don't want to be, I like going home at the end of the day and, and relaxing. And I don't, I'm, I'm not uh, an obsessive artist. And I think part of that uh, speaks to probably why I, you know, never became financially successful at it. Um, because I just, I, you, I think you need a certain level of that kind of frontal lobe, you know, ego, uh, obsessive, you know, uh, direction-oriented ambition, and I just don't have that. You know, I don't. I never did. So um, I think that's another part of why I operate the way I do with within my art. And I struggled with that for a long time. I felt guilty about not having that kind of ambition and 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 beating myself up as to you know, why I hadn't achieved this or that uh, over the course of my life. And, you know, people all, all surrounding you saying, oh, you're talented, you should be this, you should be that. And you believing it and agreeing and saying, yeah, I should have done this or that. And you have a clock in your head that by this age, this should have happened and all those things. But I've come to a point in my life and, and have come through a number of things as we all do as we go along, dark things and difficult things that reveal to you you know, who you are really now. You arrive, you sort of land on a landing pad at a certain point. And hopefully, if you're, if you're lucky, you do it without too much damage to yourself or those around you and you can survive. And, I, and I'm lucky enough and blessed enough that I've arrived sort of on this landing pad where I'm, I'm cool now with, you know, 
no, I'm not going to be, you know, getting the Oscar. I'm not going to be, you know, this isn't the career that, uh, that I will be remembered for. And, uh, if I'll be remembered at all, but where that was important once it's not now. And, uh, and let me tell you, that is no small thing because it was that clock in my head and that feeling that ego that I talk about, about controlling your art, controlling your career, be, you know, that ambition, which produces great success for many in this plane of existence. But that thing in you, if you don't have the, whatever it is, the stamina, the, the, the tenacity to then put it into action, but you still have it in your head. That is a terrible combination. And that's what I had for most of my life was this sort of belief that I had something to deliver and to give, but I did not have the energy or the tenacity or the ambition to do it in the physical world. But it still was in my head that I should be. Uh, that's a tough one because now you're just living in a bitter existence for a lot, a lot of the time and the people around you suffer from, from what the residual effects and the byproducts of that are underneath your soul. And, uh, um, you know, and, and I, it, like I said, you go through enough of things and, and, and you reveal things to yourself and about yourself, you stare yourself in the face at certain points and see the darkest corners of yourself and you realize yeah, no, we don't need that clock anymore. We're good. We're, we're, you know, just, just plain existence and, and, and doing the things that make you happy, that make you smile, the pursuit of happiness. And that's it. It's truly that. It's not always the, the achievement of happiness, but the, the, the pursuit of it is, is everything. It's worth it. And, and that's all I want to do. It's all I want to do with this particular program. Uh, it's all I want to do with my art at this point. Um, I want to create things, and uh, whether it's poetry I write or, or short films I make, or if I ever get to do theater again, that would be wonderful. But anything I do now is just to challenge my own artistic soul with no hint of what it could be, what it might be, you know, what I should be doing. Um, I think all of that's got to be put away, and I'm just happy to be here and and ex being able to express anything at any any given time and if along the way i mean the other thing i did in my life uh was i was a teacher i taught acting for a while um and i love that so if there's anything i love the feeling of that so if there's anything in this particular uh, project this podcast idea that teaches that you know, somebody gets something out of, that's even better. You know, that's, that's a bonus and uh, I'm happy to do that too. So I hope as we go forward that this is going to be a, an exciting experience, uh, listening, um, maybe watching if we do some video with it and everything. So, uh, it, it's something that fascinates me. I, I want to know what other people think about how they do their art uh, I'm oblivious a lot of times to, you know, other types of artists that I have no idea, you know, musicians and comedians and painters. It's like what I didn't learn your craft. So I, I'm fascinated to hear from these people. So I hope in the future we get a bunch of these folks to do it. And uh, 
and just have fun conversations. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I hope you'll uh, you'll join us along the way, um, and uh, in, in, enjoy the enjoy the enjoy the knowledge that that comes out, and in it, see the value of see the value of of what art and craft do to reveal truth, and what when you see that truth, that human truth, see the value in the revealing of the connection that we all have. That's what the artists do. And it's a very important job. And uh, I think it gets a lot of praise and a lot of celebrity, but I don't think it gets the, I don't think people realize the importance of what it does uh, to the human soul. That if you took it all away, if you took all the books and the plays and the TV shows and the movies and the paintings and the if you took it all away, and just lived sort of this rational, you know, existence of, I mean, I, I don't think you'd be able to sustain human existence. We need it. We need stories of some kind or another to remind us of where we are, who we are together. Um, I mean, you dig up any ancient civilization under a, a mile of dirt, and the first thing that tells you whether they were on their way to being civilized or not, is not, uh, you know, it's, it's not their agriculture, it's, the, it's their art. You know, what was the art? Even back to the original cave paintings and everything, there's some expression that humans need. There's, they need to express the invisible into the visible, show it to other humans so that we recognize each other. That's what art does. That's what artists are here to do. And that's who I hope to hear from as we continue this program. So we'll see you down the line. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, I look forward to the next one. So long.